1: Haunted Attractions Podcast.
2: Inspiring haunt fanatics to take their attractions to the next level.
1: Welcome to Season 2 of the Haunted Attractions Podcast. For show notes, notifications and insider tips, join the Haunted Attractions community by texting... Haunted to 33444. That's Haunted to 33444. And now, here's your host, Philip Hernandez, to get you inspired.
3: Hey guys, welcome back to the Haunted Attractions Podcast. This is another episode of the 2015 Haunt Roundup, a mini-series highlighting haunts from around the world. Listen to what other haunters are doing, their tips, tricks innovations for 2015 and get inspired to take action in your own haunt for complete show notes on this episode you can go to www.hauntedattractionspodcast.com slash e214 that's e for episode 214 All righty. Joining us all the way from Fallsburg, Kentucky, we have Todd and Caleb from the Fallsburg Fearplex. The Fallsburg Fearplex is a conglomeration of different attractions, which includes the Appalachian Nightmare 3D, Backwards Blackout, Corn Maze, Crazy Creek, and, of course, the original Fallsburg Haunted House, along with Hell's Wagon's Paintball and a new item they're running this or a new item a different item that they're doing which is the haunted hunt for cash and it's all under one roof so the fearplex opens september 18th and runs fridays and saturdays until halloween night ticket sales begin 30 minutes before dark and cease at midnight the fearplex is cash only for those of you that are actually in kentucky and thinking of going to that keep that in mind the fearplex is cash only with regular tickets at $22 and speed passes available for $35 Plus, just a note on there that the Hell's Wagon paintball is priced separately, and of course, we'll talk about that in the interview, but just to keep that in in the back of your brain here. So, one more thing before I bring on our wonderful guests here. As a special gift to our Kentucky listeners, the Fearplex is giving away a pair of tickets. Man, that's awesome. So, it's like $45. It's crazy. So, we're going to talk about that more a little bit later in the episode, but... Of course, as all you listeners will know, you can enter this drawing by going to hauntedattractionspodcast.com slash fearplex, one word, lowercase, F-E-A-R-P-L-E-X, fearplex, uh, or I'll tell you later how you can just pull out your smartphone or your regular phone texting device thing, and you can text into the show to be automatically interested in that, and all you need to do is go in and put your email in, and then you'll receive a confirmation email from me, and we will choose winners by email, and this is going to be be open until September 17th of 2015, okay? So, without further ado, I want to go ahead and welcome our guests, Tob and Caleb. Welcome to the show.
4: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.
3: All right, let's just jump right in here. What else should someone expect when they come to visit the Fearplex?
4: Well, you mentioned the six attractions that are on on there, and uh, something else that you're going to experience at the Fearplex that's unique is... I mean, we have a uh, 3D haunted house. The Appalachian Nightmare is a completely customized 3D haunt full of hillbilly zombies, so that's something that you would only see at the fearplex it's the only 3d you know zombie hillbilly thing that we've ever heard of
2: yeah what well, is um we use chroma paint and depending on like how the colors are set up some colors seem further back some are closer up so it looks like things are popping out of you and it's not just something that you're walking through we have live actors in it plus automated tricks set up as well um we've brought back our corn maze for 2015 uh, that's one thing we heard of our fans talking about We didn't have it last year because we relocated Hells Wagon Paintball or made sure to bring it back this year because that's what our fans wanted. Um, Crazy Creek, it's an outdoor attraction filled with, you know, actors and everything you would expect for an outdoor haunt. Uh, the Haunted House, it's a building that's been standing since the early 1900s. We've completely renovated upstairs. Uh, you know, it's two stories, obviously, filled with props, actors, automated tricks. And that's where I am. I get to watch everybody freak out on security cameras, and I love it. Oh man, that sounds awesome.
3: that That's always my favorite part in in being running a haunt. I love that part. Oh man. Yeah. Wow, and that's it. for those of you listening, if you've never been in inside of a, a 3D attraction, um, it is really, really cool. I mean I, I, I've of course toured around and been to some and maybe those of you listening that are in Kentucky, I I don't I don't think there's that many places in Kentucky that do that but um so maybe you haven't but they're really really neat I mean the the colors everything just popping out at you it's very trippy you and then suddenly when when something moves and comes at you it's just it's crazy Uh, those are some of my favorite just because of the uh, the colors and the um, the vibrancy of the whole situation. And it's also fun that you can go to the Fearplex, in my opinion, and get this amazing array of, of stuff to go to. You know, if if the kind of... Sometimes people don't like the inside haunted houses, but you do have your your inside attractions and you have your outdoor ones, and you guys mentioned your open rain or, sh- rain or shine. So those of you listening, too, that maybe are in the area want to go check it out, you know, there, there'll be open rain or shine, so you can... Not worry about that, some of those outside attractions maybe being not available.
2: Um, yeah, unless we have an absolute operational downpour, we're going to be. Oh, there.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's that happens. No, not barring that. But um, let's jump then a little bit back in time and go, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the Fearplex? I understand that uh, you've been the, the haunted house itself, uh, I believe, the original haunted house. Was established many many years ago, and I think you've just kind of built on from there. Can you take us into the history a little bit?
2: Sure. Um, we started up in '87. Uh, the current owner, Brian Cassidy, his mom actually started it with other members of the PTA to uh, try and raise money for the Fallsburg Elementary School, and it was ran out of an old Odd Fellows Lodge. That's the current building for the Haunted House. Uh, 2011, you know, it was, run, it was run off and on until then. It actually, a for-profit haunt. You know, paid employees, uh, all proceeds went to us, and we also made donations to local groups. Um, I know we do a lot of work with the Fallsburg Fire Department and the Fallsburg Elementary School, and that's when we started using Facebook. Um, Facebook helped us explode. You know, in 87 we had 200 customers come in, 2011 we had 5,000 customers. And you know, the next year we added in Hell's Wagon Paintball, our uh, outdoor live-action zombie paintball attraction where you have, you know, three trailers with 20 guns each. You're shooting at zombies trying to take over the trailers. Yeah, and it's it's,
4: it's real people in, you know, full protective gear, yeah, uh, masks and uh, chest protectors, all that kind of stuff. So like they they get as close as they can to the trailers to give you that that really interactive experience of, you know, maybe getting eaten. So, yeah.
2: And you know, thanks to Facebook in 2012, we had, you know, or 2011 we had 5,000 visitors. 2012 we doubled it to 10,000. Uh, 2013, we added in Crazy Creek. And in 2014 is when we officially became known as the Fallsburg Fearplex. Uh, before, we were just marketed as Fallsburg Haunted House. But we added in, you know, Appalachian Nightmare 3D and Backwoods Blackout. And luckily, in 2014, Haunted Attractions Magazine actually ranked us nationally. So, you know, that was a huge hit for us. Because um, we were getting customers from all over the country coming to us. We've had Illinois, Texas, Mississippi, Missouri, um Tyler, who are some of the places that you've heard from? Uh, we've had people from you know, Florida, uh, New Jersey. Uh. I know we have a family that comes from South Carolina every year. Um, 2015, we're bringing back the corn maze. And just a little bit to let you know how big we've gotten. Uh, last year alone, we were open seven weekends, and we had 17,000 customers come through. And we stay open until the last customer goes through. Some nights, we might be open until four in the morning. So we're not going to turn people away. No.
3: Yeah, that, well, that's an incredible growth story there because it's, I mean, it's it's very unusual, I think, I mean, to, to get that enormous amount of people. You know, 17,000 over seven weekends is a lot of people and it's a lot of, uh, a lot crammed into into really only 14 days. So it's yeah. a, a lot of, a lot going on, a lot of attractions and a lot of, of people and resources pulled together for, for a relatively short time period. So that's, that's really interesting and um yeah for those for those of you listening to, um of course you know that we do do a lot of work with the Haunted Attractions magazine and that we will be uh probably bringing up the F- fearsplex Plex again because we are going to be covering uh some of the fear some of the Haunted Traction articles um on the top haunts so just just a little bit of a spoiler and teaser in there for you guys um I mean that's that's an amazing amazing girl story and it's really neat that you have the the paintball. I I, mean, I was looking online at, at all the pictures for that and having the trailers actually. I mean it's just really neat to see everyone with 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 their paint guns in the trailers and running by and just completely completely obliterating people. I mean it's just it's it's a little fun. it's
4: awesome. Yeah. yeah, we we actually got some some junk cars that we're putting into the. Uh hell's wagon paintball this year so we're, we're going to try to get some flames coming out of that this year uh we've got new facades built just for that like old looking shacks so it's, it's going to be awesome
3: yeah i've seen a lot of that that coverage on your guys's uh, social your facebook pages i've seen you i think you put up some pictures of the facades on there um which was really neat to, to see So we already covered this a little bit, but do you have anything else you want to talk about in terms of the innovations for 2015? I mean, you just mentioned some with the junk cars and uh, with the facades and, of course, with adding, just, you know, continuing to transform this haunted house into more of a a brand, like a FearPlex brand type, you know, repositioning yourselves. Is there anything else you want to mention for your innovations this year?
2: One thing, you know, we heard from our fans we missed the corn maze. So, you know, we love our fans. We're going to do anything we can to, you know, please them. So we brought the corn maze back. Um, it's in the location where the Hell's Wagon paintball was last year. Hell's Wagon paintball has been moved to our you know, previous location for it. So now, you know, when you come by your ticket, you're not going to have to hop on a trailer to go between attractions. The only time you'd have to get on a trailer is when you finish the haunted house and you go back to the ticket booth. Um, we have completely overhauled the upstairs of the haunted house. Uh, some of the tricks that have been moved around to other attractions.
4: Yeah, so with m- moving some of the stuff around,
2: and we've ordered you know a, a
4: tons of you know more electronics. Every year we we seem to get a little bit better and more familiar with uh, those kinds of things. So like we've been getting a lot of stuff from uh, fry props, uh, tons and tons of boo boxes. One of our attractions, the Backwoods Blackout, is completely automated. Everything in there is hooked to. Motion sensors and each one of those boo boxes that we have runs to uh, flash plates, crackers, and uh, these custom air and water
2: cannons that we've made. And what backwards black it is you walk inside, it is pitch black unless there's a cracker going off or a flashlight. So, you know, we tell our customers do not use flashlights while you're in there because it's going to completely ruin the effect. And it's an indoor maze, and you get to stumble around and have the craps carried out of you when you bump into something, and it shocks you.
4: Yeah. Oh, we have tons of shock pads, too. So, (laughs) yeah,
2: you're going to get shocked
4: uh, a ton. We've got speakers coming from you uh, from above the ceiling. So, like, we're trying to get all the music and sound effects, you know, forced right on on top of your head and uh, inflatable walls and one section of it, so it's going to... If you're claustrophobic, sorry, you're going to get smashed
2: into, into a wall a little bit. So Yeah, we had the uh, claustrophobia bags in the Haunted House last year. I would not go through that hallway because the first time we used them, I was walking through them, and somebody ahead of me was pushing on the bags. The air came back and just about knocked me over. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not a fan of the claustrophobia bags.
3: Man, that's, that's awesome. I've actually used some of that stuff from Fright Props. Um, the crackers and the shock pads And some of my own stuff And I, I love it So yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's really exciting And you know, I always have to take the moment For shameless self-promotion here To those of you who don't know who Fright prop, Props are First of all, shame on you But second, you can uh, actually go to our uh, Episode with Drew from Fright Props And listen as he talks about you know Some of the stuff that goes on over there uh, at Fright Props and get an inside view of their refrigerator anyway. Uh so let's see. Um moving on here, why did you get into the haunt industry and what motivates you to keep going?
4: The way that I, I got into the haunt industry, I just got out of college and uh I needed a job. And this this was this seemed like, you know, the the funnest thing to do at the time. And uh I ended up falling in love with it. So, like, as soon as I got hired on, uh, I talked to Caleb, I had Caleb come out, and T uh, audition too, made it on, and we've we've been there ever since uh, 2012. And
2: uh, yeah, uh, he started out as an actor in the Haunted House. I started out as one of our trailer gods. And, you know, now I handle all of our social media and the control room in the haunted house with the security cameras, and he's the house manager. Now, our owner, Brian Cassidy, um, the way he got into it, his mom is the person that originally started back in 87 with, you know, like we mentioned earlier, the Fallsburg PTA. Um, the thing that motivates us the most for it, though, it's got to be the poops and the peas. Oh, yeah, and the pukes. We get pukes, too. Yeah, so. we had somebody puke off the back uh, balcony last year in the haunted house. But, you know... That's the way our actors know that they're doing good is when they literally scare the crap out of somebody. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, like, you, you got to make them go number two. Yeah. Like, we had one of the actors rush to the uh, control room last year, and they start banging on the door. And I thought, oh, no, something bad's happened. And he's like, you know, I need some towels. And I'm like, okay, what happened? I'm like, well, some woman dropped to the floor at the top of the stairs when I scared her. He'd everywhere, and I about slipped in it. So that was the first major P we had last year. And one of the jokes we thought about doing was, you know, in our store, because we, we sell merchandise like shirts and stuff like that and hoodies. We thought about selling boxes of Depends just as a joke. So we may end up doing that this year.
3: Oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> that That would be awesome, man. That's, that's definitely, I think you're definitely connecting with some of the haunters out there. That's definitely... Uh, a prime motivator for a lot of people in the industry. <laughs> well, the poops, the peas, and the pukes aside, uh, what have been some of the unexpected hurdles and also the unexpected benefits that you've experienced in the haunt industry so far?
4: Well, I mean, when we first started, you know, the biggest hurdle for me was learning how to use uh, power tools. You know, <laughs> like, I I, you know, I never, you know, measured in and cut up, a, you know... Two by fours to make a wall or any of that kind of stuff. So, like, mean, over the years, we've, we've both learned how to, uh, you know, set up boo boxes, set up electronics, uh, and, you know, build things and, uh, and then scare people, really, because, like, when we first started on, we didn't really know how to scare people. So it was, it was a learning experience, you know, working with the people that had been there before, uh, learning how to do it, you know, the right way.
2: And, uh, yeah, because I mean, I have a background in education. Todd has a background in you know, multimedia production, so that didn't really tie in with much of anything we were doing at the haunted house, but you know, those are skills that we all learned, you know, pretty quickly and it's stuck with us. We've been with him for four years now. Yeah. Uh, one of the benefits that we've got, you know, we do promotions for Fallsburg Fairplex fearplex and that means we get to film stuff. And, you know, that's something we've done with Moorhead, the school place we went to school at. So, You know, whenever we have a promo idea, we'll go to the owner and we'll talk to him. And sometimes he might shoot it down. Sometimes he loves it. And, you know, this past weekend, we actually shot our first promo of 2015 and people are loving it. Um, Mm -hmm. Last I checked, it had been shared 500 some times and seen on, I want to say close to 47,000 Facebook feeds. So, you know, like social media, it's a great way to get in touch with people.
3: Yeah, that's I actually did watch the the, the promo and it's it's a uh, it's pretty funny. It's definitely one of those like um, uh, culture videos type thing, you know, kind of a little bit of a teaser and shows your guys' personality really well.
2: Yeah, and you know, we saw a couple people saying, you know, well, that wasn't really scary. Well,
3: it's not meant to be scary, I don't think.
2: Exactly, you know. and the good news is, you know, we're actually getting ready to start filming Sunday afternoon on our horror trailer
4: yeah we always want oh, to make yeah, sure that yeah. we we do a, a really nasty scary promo because that that's what we've been doing ever since we got on yeah uh the very first year that that we started fearplex uh we got to do a commercial for theaters yeah. and we ended up making it so gory that Cinemark actually wouldn't air it so we had to we had to nerf it down so <laughs> we, so they would actually you know play it in theaters. But uh, this next, you know, promotion that we're going to do, it's, you know, for YouTube. So we're, we're going to make it as bloody and, and gross as we possibly can.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's, you bring up a lot of really good points there, too, you know, in terms of creating videos for what you want to do. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I like the video because I think it... Obviously, you, you plan to make a scary video, which I know that people want. Oh yeah! But there's also something to that culture video that shows that you guys are real people, and that you uh, you know that it fosters the idea of connecting with you guys. So, I think I think it's, it it was good. I liked. It. I enjoyed. It. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Uh,
3: with, with the arm, I was like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It was, it was awesome. funny
2: because like when we were filming it, we had to reshoot that a couple times because you know when they're doing the hot hop one of the actors kept laughing because the guy inside the mask was cracking up, and yeah. we, I mean, we all have a good time when we're filming things. Yeah, yeah, it seems it seems awesome.
3: All right, well, now for the little bit of the uh, the culture section of the interview. So I'm going to ask you guys what song best describes your work ethic.
2: Mm-hmm. Work ethic? Uh, probably the Full House theme song. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with It's Five O'Clock Somewhere by Jimmy Buffett, and I'm not a big fan of, you know, Alan Jackson, but I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: awesome. That's awesome. All right. All right, so next thing is, what is the one thing you would suggest to someone who is trying to grow their haunt or to get into the haunt industry itself?
4: The the biggest thing that I would say is communication because like if if you're going to start a haunt you're going to get your friends in on it obviously some other people you have to know how to talk to people and uh you know how to make them feel good and and comfortable that first year or the first couple of years because after you 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 train your actors and uh you know respect them there's going to be you know like a mutual respect for each other so like you know after you get that rolling they're going to want to come back and then it's going to grow into this really, you know,
2: stable haunt. So, because, yeah. I mean, word of mouth is one of the most powerful things that you can have. If you have a great haunt, people are going to talk about it. And, you know, we've heard stories from, you know, some of our employees that have gone to other haunts. They hear people talking about our haunt at those other haunts. So, you know, with that word of mouth, you can grow so big without having to you know, invest a ton of money into promotion because, you know, Facebook, it's a free thing that you can use. You know, we started using Facebook in 2012, or 2011, 2010, we doubled our uh, visitors.
3: That, those are some great, great <laughs> suggestions. I, I was just kind of dashed away from the mic here, um, because I, I had a quote that, that comes to mind. Of course, I'm, that's how I am. I'm, I'm very, like, quote and very, like, textbooky y and, and crazy, just because I like to back up what you guys are saying. Uh, so here's, I want to share with you guys listening... Um, Here's a quote that I think is is perfect, exactly speaks to what um, Caleb and and Top are talking about. And the quote is, um, developing excellent communication skills is absolutely essential to effective leadership. If a leader can't get a message across clearly and motivate others to act on it, then having a message doesn't even matter. And this was by uh, Gilbert Emilio and president and CEO of the National Semiconductor Corporation. So it's... Exactly. Exactly what you guys are saying. Exactly right. You know, not only communicating, getting, getting, communicating what you guys are doing out there, but getting your audience to take action, which is what you guys are doing really well. And you even see that with the fearplex in terms of repositioning yourselves to be in, to be known as the fearplex because it's another communication tool, right? It it simplifies your message because your message is we're fearplex. (laughs) And, and that
2: implies that there's, there's
3: multiple things to our FearPlex,
2: and ask us more about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, one of the best things that we do in the house, you know, where I'm in the control room, I'll sometimes I'll go downstairs a it's slow and check with the lines, and we'll see who's freaked out. And we'll be like, you know, where are y'all from? What's your name? All right, so your name's Sarah. Uh, you have on a gray shirt. You're blonde. You have on a pink uh, toboggan. Okay, I'll make sure everybody in the house knows what you look like, what your name is, and make sure they give you a good time. And that alone, even if the people in the house don't hear that message, they're already freaked out thinking, oh, my God, these people know who I am. And, you know, if it's a really good scare, we'll pass it on to the other attractions because we all have walkie-talkies talking in between each other.
3: Yeah, that's that's excellent. That's brilliant. I, I really like that idea of, of the other attractions and you guys working together as a team there and communicating across multiple venues. Um, that's great. Uh, I tried doing some of that as well, you know, because I, I, I had, what, I think, five, four or five different areas in, in my last uh, attraction, or different, different attractions in my, my last area to fairgrounds, and that's really hard to do. It's not an easy thing to do to make sure that you have stage managers and house managers that can communicate quickly and effectively to everybody in, in your hunt, right, and make sure that the actors get the information from one central point, so... That's definitely a thing to work on. So not just communication within your haunt itself, but communication to your audience and having a clear message and branding and all of this idea is just very strong. So I like it. Excellent. All right. Well, we're, we're coming up to the end here of the interview. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add any shout outs or et cetera here at the end?
2: Uh, one of the things, you know, we do have a huge, uh, we're big on Facebook. Um, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. We do a lot of like behind the scenes photos posted to our Instagram. Uh, you can find both of those on Twitter and Instagram at fhhFearplex or hashtag fearplex. And, you know, a lot of times that's one of the quickest ways to get hold of us, you know, send us a tweet or a direct message or send us a message on um, Instagram.
4: Yeah. And, uh, our new uh, promotional video will be out in three weeks. So be looking for that too.
3: Excellent. All right. Well, and of course, those of you listening, uh, all of the links to their Facebook and to the Fearplexes Facebook and Twitter and Instagram will be in the show notes. So anywhere that you interact with, with us on the show, also, you'll be able to find that. Uh, and I, I have actually, of course, scoured their Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And uh, there's some some neat pictures of uh, I don't know who it is because you have have like the back to the Instagram photo, but of you guys shooting out in the in the corn maze I think is on your Instagram as well. Um, th- there's there's some cool pictures. There's some cool pictures and uh, neat stuff out there. So, thank everyone that that's, that's uh, been with us here to the very end. I want to thank you for for you listening this far and just remind you about two things. One is the show notes you can go to our website at hauntedattractionspodcast.com slash e214 that's e for episode 214 and you can get all these information and connect with the fearplex here and the other thing is if you are listening to this episode before september 17th go ahead and sign up for the uh, free ticket giveaway and you can do that two ways The first way is by texting the keyword fearplex as one word, F-E-A-R-P-L-E-X, to our texting line, which is 33444. So you just open up your SMS messenger and in the two box you put 33444 and in the message box you put the keyword fearplex and then I will text you right back or you know my program will text you back for me and I will ask you for your email address and then I'll enter that email address in the contest and if you're by a desktop or you're in a smartphone you can just go to the link at hauntedattractionspodcast.com slash fearplex one word all lowercase f-e-a-r-p-l-e-x no dashes, no spaces, no anything here, Plex. So that's it for this episode. I want to one more time thank Todd and Caleb for coming on the line and to remind everybody out there that is listening to this that we do this because we want to inspire you to take action in your own haunt. So I hope that you found something useful. There's plenty of great information in this episode and that you let it inspire you to at least do one thing that, you know, those those baby steps every day that will catapult your haunt into into an amazing amazing fearplex. (laughs) So thanks, Caleb and Todd, uh, and that's it for us. Bye-bye.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to the Haunted Attractions Podcast. Please leave a review or subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. Go to hauntedattractionspodcast.com for a complete show archive.